0: Welcome to Money Talks, a series of interviews with me, Liam Halligan, economics and business editor of GB News. In this episode, I talk to Tim Slee, CEO of Events in the Sky. A serial entrepreneur with a background in media, Tim's founded and owned some of the UK's best-known specialist titles and websites over the last 20 years, including Square Mile, Hedge, Foodism and Escapism magazines. In a new venture, Tim created Events in the Sky in 2019, a company that specialises in hosting breakfasts, afternoon tea, dinners and lively cocktail parties complete with live music over a hundred feet up in the air, with guests suspended from an enormous crane. Having just completed his company's post-pandemic relaunch next to the O2 Arena in East London, once known as the Millennium Dome, this proud Cornishman's determined to drive his business forward, taking events in the sky around the country. Tim. We're above the skyline in London. It's the O2 behind us. How did this
1: happen? Well, uh, we've spent the last two weeks building it here and the weather's come out and you're one of the first people up here, Liam. (laughs) So
0: you founded this business, London in the Sky. This is your relaunch after lockdown, if you like. What is it that you're trying to achieve here by the O2 Centre in the heart of London?
1: Well, to give everybody a very nice time first of all and um it's a spectacular setting for it so we could be anywhere but this feels like one of the best places that we could rock up and yeah we're here for the whole summer now so tell me about the business what is the service that you're offering we don't
0: we're not just up here for a chat are we i mean there's a lot more to london in the sky than that
1: well yes and no mainly we're offering good times for everybody who turns up and it's um a lot of the people are here for that so they're here for um Celebrating birthdays or events, or uh, it could be a work thing, it could be corporates, and it's a special and very unique thing. I have to say, we are really quite a long
0: way above ground. I'm not usually scared of heights, but I feel excited
1: rather than petrified, though. Good. It could go either way. That's a good thing, yeah. <laughs> it's, um, it's certainly even for me. This is my first time up here this it's summer. Horse racing, it's, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, I haven't looked down fully yet, but it's, <laughs> doesn't look, it doesn't look—it doesn't look so high from the ground. But up here, yeah. Even though I've been on lots of times, it's the first time this year, and it's uh, yeah, it's it can still get you.
0: Well, people um, listening to this and watching this on the television let's get to the the first things they'll be thinking about the safety issues now i am strapped in here i've got yeah. three straps across me i couldn't get out even if i wanted to i think that's the point um there everyone who's aboard at the moment we've got chefs we got obviously my camera crew and colleagues and so on everyone's on a kind of uh, safety chain aren't they but you're obviously a very persuasive guy tim how did you convince the authorities the elf and safety crowd that this was going to be okay
1: sure well you're right safety is one of the most important things it's um there's a lot more to think about than a normal restaurant and uh it, you're right so you have got the the safety of the people strapping in and then the, 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 you've before we came up there was a safety speech and Indeed. you've got the safety not just of um us on the table but of everybody below so you'll have noticed that when we came up there was a big safety zone beforehand so um, one of the questions we get asked by everybody is do you ever drop anything well the answer is yes that does happen over the summer it doesn't end up in the same state as what it was on the table but when it lands Uh, but luckily due to the large safety area beneath then that's exactly where it goes Um, and all the regulations then we work with a a company in belgium who um, they actually came up with the concept so they design the tables they design the hardware and they make sure it goes through um, all the compliance and they do a lot of that for us and then we link in with them so very very safe setup it's in over 60 countries in the world we have the rights to the uk and ireland and um, we choose we pop up all over the uk but predominantly we choose to be here at the o2 in london tell me what you're doing before because i know your name you
0: were a media guy you were launching magazines and quite successfully if i may say so tell us a little bit about your media career and how you segued into this
1: sure yes i think how however any whatever i did before this however you segue into this it's going to be a strange one right so um yeah media was was um my first career and for 18 years launching various different magazines from magazines for the finance and the city world through to food drink travel and actually it's not too much of a um a a stretch from that world because with media often comes events and one of the events that we saw was was at the time what was known as dinner in the sky and it was very much a corporate event on a much smaller scale it was in london for maybe 10, 12 days a year, and it would pop up at various other things for um, corporate entertaining, really. And um, we saw the opportunity to acquire the business and uh, uh, just before COVID in in 2019, it was the perfect business really to be able to introduce to social media and um, to grow and to make it something more for the everyday consumer as opposed to just for the corporate world.
0: I guess there are crossovers with the media because you're building a brand here, it's about getting the word out, it's about marketing, advertising and so on, things that you're pretty well versed in.
1: Yeah, so this is, it's the best word of mouth business that you can get, really. And um, it it hadn't been doing, it hadn't been doing much of shouting about itself. Um, Word of mouth, it lived exclusively off, but um, there was no real social media presence. website wasn't great the operation was still good yeah. um, but we thought we could bring kind of bring it a bit more into
0: a bit of media savvy into
1: what was operationally and practically a good business sure so we've got big spends on on social we spend hundreds of thousands of pounds on um, social media advertising and that's where predominantly all of our tickets come from and um, we introduced a PR company to it, we have lots of chats with the media and we invite lots of different people down, lots of reality TV shows, all sorts of things, anything to make sure that we're getting the name out and we're seen. And um, it seems to have a massive effect if we have influencers or any media up here, it seems to generate huge views. It's a kind of it's a weird Because it's, a, oh my God, look at a, this exactly. kind of a business, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's, it's not the... <laughs> me and you can be talking like this now, but you forget that we are actually... No, I just season. dangled
0: my foot over the yeah, side know, and sort of yeah. waving around. We've got, around. We've got feels,
1: nothing beneath feels, our feet. feels,
0: feels, feels quite weird. Yeah. So you started in 2019. You didn't know the pandemic was coming. Obviously, that must have been quite a blow. Did you, yeah. did you have any moments where you lost heart? I mean, you must have been just... In terms of this business, I know you've got lots of other business interests but
1: this must have been on ice for quite a long time. Exactly that, yeah. So in um, 2019, we had our summer season finished in July and it was a great season and it was a really a proof of concept for this. We were at the O2 again and uh, it was super successful season. We had signed with the O2 to be here for the next few years. We'd had sponsors come on board after being smaller sponsors in the first year commit to wanting to be headline sponsors and you know big big kind of six seven figure contracts almost and um all of that fell out of bed um as a result of it and i mean it was one of those things we were lucky because it's a small team it feels like it's a big operation here because there's lots of staff but it's it's we're hiring in staff for the event but as far as the head you're also
0: getting set up aren't you for your Relaunch. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's it. So there's lots of people here, there, but it was it. Yeah, the pandemic was was super tough, not just for us, but for any events business. Well, for lots of things, some businesses could operate in some way, but they, the, yeah, for for us, it was just a complete non-starter. So we had to put it completely on ice, defer tickets. Most of the people who bought tickets were. were You know, everybody was really good about it. And we just, it was a waiting game. And there was a point of how long you can wait, really, because there's associated costs, even not in day-to-day operation. And yeah, lots of events businesses didn't quite make it. And we, we had all those same thoughts. Yeah, just, you know, how long can, can't go on indefinitely. But luckily we were able to get back out almost exactly two years to, to the day so in 2021 we got out for a shorter season right at the very back we got out to do to do a a little bit last year yeah um again in it was a gamble in uncertain circumstances because uh,
0: lockdown eased for a few months didn't it
1: lockdown eased and uh, we thought okay let's let's pu- push it back towards the end of the summer and see if we can get away with doing something then i mean to be fair unwittingly this has been a kind of covid not covid proof but if ever there was a restaurant designed for covid i mean yeah. we're, <laughs> there's no more fresco dining than this and you're even if me and you wanted we can't get yeah, near that's each other right but that's socially right. distanced that's right. right and we
0: are moving around the not we're not spinning around for mechanical reasons we are literally just moving around in the breeze and it's it's part of the pleasant uh, aspect of the experience that you're getting a sort of 360 degree view of by the o2 here in greenwich in london because we are just moving around in the breeze but it is mainly a summer it is mainly a fair weather business right you're not planning to come up here for christmas dinner in sheepskins uh, or something
1: uh, <laughs> maybe it could be the next <laughs> business we we did consider doing a kind of wrap up like the ice bar with heaters and santa yeah. in the sky got, we've got corporate. a roof
0: here i mean it, if, even if, there was, if it was raining it would still be okay yeah because you've got a pretty uh, substantial and a clear roof that lets the light in, but hopefully keeps the rain out.
1: So the rain is, is fine. I mean, it's more preferable if it, it doesn't, of course. Yeah. But it's more just high winds and the unpredictability of like the, the weather. And it's of course, it's a lot colder in the winter, and it's more enjoyable summer event. Yeah. We feel it's probably better to keep it to the summer months.
0: Your model was you, you took a business that was there, you added your media savvy your social media smarts to it to build a brand you're also moving it away from being not just a corporate event but also being for sort of family events and so on we are in a cost of living crisis mm-hmm. it is a kind of uh, it's it's a three-figure experience in terms of cost though i know you've got a big menu of costs and you try and keep it as good value as possible are you a bit concerned about the relatively high price point given that a lot of families don't have the social, the disposable income that ex- they perhaps expected to this time last year.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's a consideration for everybody at the moment. And this is a considered purchase. So there are cheaper places to go and have a meal for yeah. sure. Uh, but a lot of people are here to celebrate something and they yeah. still want to do that. So birthdays, work promotions, uh, any kind of celebrations or parties then this seems to be the choice for it and we do have some good value tickets so saturdays and sundays are more expensive perhaps than um uh, wednesday and thursday if you're coming for lunch and in may we've got really good deals at the start and uh, so you can come from as little as 79 pounds um but and that includes your meal that includes your meal yeah and drinks you can spend
0: 30 or 40 pounds easily in a in a restaurant and you're, you're not up here in the sky with this view
1: yeah i feel it represents good value and it's a very very unique thing and people are going to come away with it with uh memories which will last for a long time so
0: the food is cooked on the ground like we're just looking down you've got um temporary buildings here tents and you've got your chefs doing their stuff in there but then you have a chef here on board who's serving yeah. the food is it is it a varied menu or is it or is this mainly about the view and the experience as opposed to the food?
1: So yes yeah, we do everything from breakfast, brunch, lunch, dinner, afternoon tea, cocktail flights, which is the only one which uh, doesn't have any food and can get the the attract the more rowdy <laughs> customer. They're great fun. Um, and uh, all the meals are choices, so we cater for everybody, three course meals. Part of the cooking is done downstairs, as you alluded to, but then a lot of the theater is done and finished off in front of everybody up in the sky. So yeah, it's a a really special experience. You get to see the chefs cooking close up or in the um, case of the bartenders, then they're doing their thing right in front of you with the music on and it's, uh, it's great fun. You must have been really determined to
0: set this up because there are lots of legal bureaucratic hurdles to overcome what would you say to people starting out in business who maybe feel they
1: need a bit more of that va va voom it's nice to look at the end game so the the big picture but ultimately it's it's in bite-sized chunks so if we were to look even at just the setup of this event over the last two weeks there's so much to take on board let alone all the marketing and everything that goes into it and it's really just breaking that down into manageable chunks having a good team with you and just working through those bits but yeah ultimately there's lot there's lots to it and you need just to keep ticking them off and pushing through those things
0: so every day get up and do as much as you can under the headings that you can but keep your eye on the prize long-term eyes on the horizon
1: yeah some days are better than others and you get more done and they're frustrating but um ultimately that's the plan yeah
0: it must be a buzz though tim when a vision comes to fruition and actually starts making money whether it's launching a magazine which i know you've done many many times before or launching this crazy business where you're allowing people to eat drink and be merry suspended you know 100 200 feet in the air next to the o2
1: yeah the (laughs) <laughs> Having any successful business is, a, is, is clearly the end game for anybody. It has to wash its face and be worth the other time. But with this business particularly, which I was, un- I hadn't really given a thought until you see see the whole thing in operation, is it's actually the people that like people genuinely come off this and that is one of the best things i've ever done and when people i don't know if anybody's ever said that when they're reading a magazine you know so but uh, no matter how good the magazines are but um people will come off this and it really is an experience and everybody is usually here for some kind of reason and that is a really good buzz to see to see us achieving on a customer service level
0: and what's the vision here obviously we're here in, in London in the capital do you want to roll this out across the UK do you want to roll it out across uh, Ireland how big could
1: this be well uh, as it's already in operation in 60 different countries then it's it's run slightly differently it's run perhaps more of the op, uh, the um, corporate model in the other countries so um, we've had a so little a business b- client base very business focused um, but since our incarnation over the last few years, nearly every other region and country has reached out to us to talk to us about how we could possibly do that. Making uh, it um,
0: more for everybody,
1: make it yes, exactly that. And we have it's our platform that uh, we built a custom booking platform, and um, that's perhaps more efficient than it is anywhere else in the world. So uh, we've got the option to maybe run the ticket sales for the rest of the world, wow. um, which would be my preference rather than as an operator going to different countries Um, maybe more the um, just running the tickets and 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 the facilitating of that Um, as for doing it in other locations then i'm very happy at the o2 it feels it's a nicer thing to be in one place Um, be it somewhere else in the future if we move on from the o2 it's it's still i feel it's better to be in one place because the operational problems previously, uh, when when we bought this business and it was corporate focus, was every time you move, if you're going from Glasgow to Liverpool to Manchester uh, and down to London, it's new staff that you're hiring there. Yeah. It's new regulations. It's new councils. It's yeah. new places. It's a new landlord. Yeah. So we don't own the land here. It's we rent that from the O2. Of course, that's a lot so. of
0: paperwork, a lot of bureaucracy, a lot of management. And, yeah. and you are mobile. All this stuff fits on the back of several lorries, but. you it's not like a, a fairground ride you just set up. It takes a lot longer than that,
1: it? sure it? does, yeah. So it takes two weeks of setup up and, um, yeah, l- long days. And it's it, to create what essentially anybody walking in looks like. It, it, it's been here for a very long time and isn't going anywhere. So, yeah, it's a full bar and marquee and DJ set up and garden and everything down there. It's, um, yeah. Timsley, is this the maddest business you're
0: ever going to do or do you see something even more insane on the horizon?
1: Um, (laughs) This will probably be the strangest one ever, yes. I've recently bought a farm um, which we're going to be turning into a yoga retreat my partner she's a yoga teacher and we're that is down in cornwall and, and you're all, a cornish lad proud i am a cornish lad So yes in my hometown we bought a farm and that's a that would be a very nice business very different segue from this again but this will definitely be the strangest business i think that i'll ever own yes
0: and finally what's your advice to people who thinking that they want to go into business that they want to build something that makes the money gives them a purpose in life brings them pleasure
1: well think of the rather than thinking of the money first I think it has to be something that you're interested in Uh, don't necessarily think you have to have experience in it have to be interested in it and you have to have a passion to get to whatever is the top level of that interest and, and have fun doing it because without that it's hard just to chase the money I think maybe go into the finance world or banking if that is particularly what you want to do on that front tim Slee, if it's not
0: against the safety rules i'm going to shake your hand thanks a lot for appearing on money talks and you've hurt your thumb there
1: during the setup you're a hands-on manager yeah exactly (laughs) thank you liam cheers
0: thanks a lot for listening to money talks with me liam halligan economics and business editor of GB News. If you've enjoyed this episode, then please leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts, YouTube or wherever you're listening. Do subscribe to this podcast and also check out my daily television show, On The Money, at 1pm Monday to Friday on GB News or via the GB News app. GB News, Britain's news channel.